Hi, I'm Kyra Carlin, and I'm so excited that you decided to sit in with us on BU Unapologetically podcast. This podcast for me is the thing that created my life. I have been living my life behind closed doors, feeling like I had to show up for everybody else. It wasn't until I decided to show up for me unapologetically that I started living my life. I'm on a mission to help women find who they are and love themselves every single day to show up as them. I want you to be you unapologetically. So stay tuned for the rants, the raves, and the side notes of all the things that I have going on in my life to help show you what's possible for you. I want you to be you unapologetically. Hi, and thank you for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I am Kyra Carlin, and I am super excited to bring you this this little bit of wisdom that I have from my week. So if you guys follow me on social, then you know that it has been like an interesting week for me this last week, two weeks really more than anything. And it's come down to like really having to practice what I preach, like not giving in to other people's opinions, not comparing myself, not having to listen to outside sources, and more than anything, really practicing gratitude attitude. So this last week I went and like I did an IGTV, which is like an exclusive like mini TV episode, what you would say for your Instagram and explained my morning practice. And I have episode three on here tells you about my morning routine, what I do, how I do. And even since then we are coming up on our one year mark here of having a podcast and it's even changed from one year ago. So I want to kind of preface you, take you back to what it was that happened, all like all the things. I'm going to kind of tell you a story and maybe hopefully it will help maybe like lead to your things, inspire you, all the things. Um, so this past weekend, it was just like weird. It was, it was weird how things were playing out. Certain people are just full of negativity and they are part of our lives of things that we cannot, you know, get away from. And there's sometimes where you just have people in your life who cannot be happy for you. Number one or number two are just going to be jealous or spiteful because of your success. And we have found that in our lives specifically. And I was literally on a rampage, like I was having to practice what I preach and I wasn't. I was not practicing what I preach and said I was getting mad and just doing all the things. And the thing was, I was going through um, my bedside table looking for something very specific and I pulled out everything out of the drawer because I'm trying to find one thing that is teeny tiny. And in the midst of pulling everything out of there, I had two notebooks and one of them was um, a notebook that I had taken to church every single week. Whenever I would go there, I like to take notes of whatever the scripture was that stands out to me or just if the preacher says something that really sticks out, I want to write it down to remember. So that was one book that I had. And the other one was a gratitude journal, my very first one that I started. And when I started my practice of gratitude, it was almost two years ago. And I was just writing down literally that I was grateful for that day. And I would kind of title them and they would just be like, unanswered prayers or biggest blessings or thankful for my day, like something big that I would title it as. And then I would just list things that I was grateful for. There was no set thing. So some days had like four things on them. Some things I had like 15 or 20 things on them. And whenever I was in the midst of this, like I truly believe like the universe, God sends you things that you need the absolute most. 
Um, and whenever I was reading through them, of course, I don't know about you, like when you find old paperwork or schoolwork or something that of you had written down during a time, you want to read them and like you instantly go back to the time that you wrote that. Or maybe it's a picture or something like that. Like it just takes you back in time. So I was going through my gratitude journal. And I was like reading it and the things that I was writing down, they were 100% worthy of being wrote down. And a lot of them were simple things like Michael doing this, or I'm thankful when he does this, or my kids doing this, or just, I don't know how to explain it better than just simple things. Um, And to know that that was what I was grateful for during that time, those things were like the biggest parts of my life. Like they were like my biggest blessings. And I was reading them and I was getting choked up because in this situation that I was in, I was very mad at an environmental thing. And I was like, but look, look what I did for myself. I literally wrote down a gratitude practice so that I would be able to on that day be like, maybe you've had a bad day, but writing down five things of gratitude is going to bring you back because you cannot be anxious and grateful at the same time. And I've been practicing that for years. And I tell you that because I feel like doing this It like literally has been training me so that when situations pop up, when things happen, when people act a certain way, whenever, you know, something is said or anything, like any situation that you're getting into that's negative, that is going to test your personal growth, that's going to test your personality, it's going to test how you react to things, it's going to test just basically how you feel when something goes wrong. If I had not been practicing gratitude for the past two years, Just think of how I would have reacted during a really shitty situation. I know the old me would have lashed out, would have said things I didn't mean, would have been spiteful. I would have found ways and things to say to my spouse just that I knew was going to take a dig. And that's something that I heard this last week during a podcast that I was listening to of you realize how comfortable you are in your relationship when you realize how comfortable you are with hurting them. So have you ever found yourself either talking to a spouse or a friend and you're mad, you're upset, and you want them to understand your amount of you know pain or suffering so that you say something that really hurts? You know that you are in a season of growth when you choose not to. You know that you are in a season like a valley. You're not on the mountain whenever you find yourself going for the low blows, going for the things that you know are going to hurt them. And I know for me, I have done that many, many times before. Like that was how the Kyra before finding her fitness journey, the Kyra before finding personal growth more than anything. I know that that's how I reacted to so many things like, oh yeah, you think that happened? Guess what else? And I would just say mean and spiteful things, even though I was like, I was fine 90% of the time. And I think that's the biggest part when people look at personal growth, they think that, okay, you know, you have to be, you know, anxious all the time. You have to be depressed all the time. You have to be upset all the time. And it's like, no, it's not an all the time thing. This totally comes in waves, just like anything else. Everything has a season. And just because that you are anxious sometimes doesn't mean that you aren't quote sick enough to need personal development. 
the thing that I want you to know, like if you're listening to this podcast, then you are already in your own path of personal growth. You're on your way of wanting to live a better life. And I want to go ahead and tell you, like, give yourself some freaking credit, sister. Like, give yourself some kudos of knowing that when you are doing this, you are deciding to take this step forward. You are deciding to provide more. Like, you are wanting to show up as your best self. So give yourself some freaking credit because it takes a lot of hard work because there are hundreds and thousands of people out in there, in the universe, in your city, anywhere around you that are not choosing to better themselves. They are choosing to sit in negativity. They're choosing to talk negative about other people. They're choosing to gossip. They're choosing to be down on themselves. Like they are literally choosing the negative side of every story versus like looking for the positive. But I was reading through that gratitude journal and it just like, it literally stopped me in my tracks and I was like crying and I'm just like, like look at how far you've come because the thing is, it all comes back to the Kyra then was grateful for X, Y, and Z. She could not even fathom having the blessings that I currently have. I couldn't imagine having the problems that I had. You know, so many times we see someone's journey and we think, oh, I wish I could look like that. I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be successful. I mean, whatever it is that you see their quote finish line looks like and you think, I wish I could be like that. I want you to realize they didn't wake up like that. They had to work hard to get there. They had to build up momentum. They had to have the scars. They had to go through a lot of battles in order to get to the top of that mountain. You know, John C. Maxwell says it best of that, you know, success is not built on a mountain of success. It is built on a mountain of failures, meaning you have failed time and time again. You have fallen short. You have not done enough. You have found things that you are not good at. And that led you to ways that you are and are capable of being successful. So when I found that gratitude journal, it made me be like, you know, I prayed for the life that I have now because the things that I was grateful for before are like they're so minute because I have such bigger blessings now. I have bigger struggles. I have bigger traumas. I have bigger situations, good and bad, but it's because I've continued to grow. And if the Kyra two years ago had not decided to take a personal growth journey, like have not gotten started to put her best foot forward, to decide to show up even when it's hard, to decide to be grateful even on those hard days, if I have not spent the last two years being grateful, I would not be the kind of person that I am now. And it made me stop in my tracks because even though I was in and part of a crappy situation, it made me realize I have been training for this. I have been training to be able to handle this kind of life, to be able to handle these kinds of situations, to be able to handle these kind of negative comments and negative people. Because the thing is, the old me, would not even allow myself to be a part of a negative situation. I would like roll over like a dog. I would lay down like a doormat and just do whatever I could, not have any stand my ground, no backbone whatsoever. I would just be like, oh my gosh, how can I fix this? I would literally like... When I say obsess over something, I would obsess over like, like go to sleep with it, wake up with it, thinking how I can quote fix it. And the thing is, so many of us are trying to fix other people's problems with our own self. Like we are trying to be better at X, Y, and Z so that so-and-so will like us. We're trying to look like X, Y, and Z so that so-and-so will like us. Like you are trying to fix other people's problems with your expectations. And I want you to understand something right now. If you take nothing else away from this, number one 
other people's problems are brought upon themselves. And that means you are also the exact same as that. If you are having if you are having anxiety, if you are having negative thoughts, if you are finding that yourself like you keep feeling like all of this keeps happening to you, it's because you're not recognizing it's happening for you. This past weekend, it happened for me to remind me, look how far you come. Look how great you're reacting. Look at what you're doing. It was 100%, I feel like the universe and God talking to me and being like, Kyra, look at your growth. Look at where you're at. So that happened on Saturday was when I found my my grateful journal. And then I go to church on Sunday and literally the exact same thing. The number one, he said it, our preacher said it himself. The number one thing that you can control is your attitude. And it was like, okay, I hear you. You're 100% right. I cannot go through my life trying to fix everybody else's problem, everybody else's perception of me. I cannot make everybody understand why I do what I do. I cannot make them understand why I show up. I cannot make them understand what kind of life I am living because I decided to love myself. I cannot sit here and preach to them about how important it is for me to be here. What I can do is be here. What I can do is realize how important it is that I am here, how important it is for my family, how important it is for my husband, for my marriage, for my own personal relationship that I have with myself. Because the number one person that you can never get away from is yourself. You have the most thoughts and the most conversations with yourself. So I need you to take an evaluation. How are you talking to yourself? Are you practicing what you preach? Are you deciding to wake up and be grateful? Are you deciding to wake up and have ambition? Are you deciding to actually move forth and take action in your life? life and want more for you and your family because I want you to realize something that life that you keep seeing and wishing and hoping for is not going to show up at your doorstep it is not like Amazon Prime it's not going to be delivered in two days what's going to happen is you're going to show up as that person show up act how you want to feel Gretchen Rubin from the happiness project says it herself Show up and act how you want to feel. If you want to feel happy, start acting like it. If you want to feel grateful, start acting like it. If you want to feel important, start acting like it. I did not get to where I am by acting like everybody else. I am who I am because I show up unapologetically as myself. And my number one goal with this podcast, with my platform, with my social media is to not train you how to make a better, have a take a, take a better selfie, not to tell you how to edit your pictures. There are other people that that is their passion. That's not my passion. My passion is to have you quit comparing, quit showing up as everybody else, and then asking why your life doesn't look any different. My goal is to have you take action. I write it down every single day in my grateful journal. I impact women's lives daily to take tangible action. Every single day, I write it down. And I want you to know I am talking to you. Whether that means you decide no to the soda, whether that means you take a 30 minute walk, whether that means you put down your phone and spend time with your kids. All I want you to do is take tangible action steps towards your goal, no matter what it is. The thing is, you're the only one deciding whether or not your goal is good enough, whether you're not your goal is important enough for you to show up and do it. I want you to know right now, 100%, it is worth showing up for because it's not just you lives that you're changing. You're changing everybody else's lives around you. Thank you guys so much for listening to Be You Unapologetically podcast. I would appreciate it if you could subscribe and maybe give me a rating for what you love about this podcast. 
I appreciate all the reviews and your love and support means more to me than you will ever know. 